We would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which we stand today. The Boonwurrung and Woiwurrung people of the Kulin Nation. We would also like to pay respect to the elders past, present and future. And their continual contributions to storytelling, performance and art. This was and always will be Aboriginal land. Sovereignty was never ceded. Welcome back to the official and original Born to to Drag drag podcast. podcast. Look, he's new. He'll get it. I'm Marley. And I'm Thomas. And we are so excited to be back to share with you the amazing drag kings, drag queens, and all the drag betweens here in Melbourne and beyond. beyond. Well, 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 uh, look who the cat dragged back in. Yes, it is I again. Meow. It is you again. Uh, well, Thomas, I'm so happy that you are because we get to talk about the other fabulous dra- drag performer that we interviewed after Gloss the Queen at her live show Ooh, last week. I wonder who it could be. I wonder I who. I don't know if they just look at our Instagram and that'll be pretty obvious. <laughs> and the exactly. ep- name of this episode. <laughs> Look, yeah, it does give it away. Rhymes with Eddie Irkin. Eddie Irkin. Yeah, I mean, let me think on that. Is it Smitty Turkin? No. No, okay. Ah, Freddie Merkin. Yeah, there it is. There There it is. is. (laughs) I'm so excited that we get to listen to this interview again. It was such an incredible interview. It was incredible. Hmm. Mm -hmm, mm Mm-hmm. Now, Marley... Last, last, well, two weeks ago on the pod, uh, we chatted a little bit about how excited we were that drag was coming back, well, to, back yes. to real life, off, off yes. the computer, off the virtual events and back into, into the venues, into the spaces, into the mollies, into the circuit, into the yes. 86, into the pride, <laughs> into the poof Into the Melbourne local life. All of our favourites. Yes, um, you're very correct. And mm, did you happen to catch any over the last week or two? I did, in fact. I had oh, quite the series of events, Thomas. Um, for example, straight after our show, <laughs> I actually went straight to the Emerson. You don't um, miss a beat. <laughs> I, I don't miss a beat. I went straight there from the show to see uh, Max and Baby Slut do drag bingo and they did a little performance there which was good and it was something I think I hadn't seen before but I don't know sometimes it all merges into one but it was great um and then on Thursday I went to baby's drag where I saw some fabulous members of our solar system including Mercury retrograde and Matilda Mercury I also saw Lioness Rogue Kill and Miss Poppy and obviously the hostess with the most sass Missy Laminx um, have you seen any of those gals before? I haven't, but I'm very interested in these, uh, Mercury sisters. I know. I don't actually believe that they're sisters. I think they just have <laughs> Well, names. they should. They need to team <laughs> they up. Should. They do. They need it's to join kismet. into the, the family, the solar system. Mm, That's the solar the name system. Of the family. <laughs> Maybe um, we need yeah. Yeah, one for each planet. Just <laughs> like Sailor too. Moon. Yes. Oh, I think you're onto something. Oh, I'd love to see some to Sailor Moon, like, cosplay drag. Me too. That would be insane. 
I agree. But yeah, they were all they were all great. They were all fabulous. Um, I mean, Mercury Retrograde brought donuts as props and handed some out. So I was very mm. happy about that. Um, love an edible it was a delicious prop. idea. Yes, we love an edible prop. I mean, she was a bit far away from me, so I would have liked her to come closer so I could. Maybe eat we need one. some edible props in our next live show. Oh, that's actually not a bad idea. Not just not for the guests, but just for us to eat. Let's just, just get some donuts to eat on stage. For us to eat yeah. on stage. Yeah. All right. I think that's a great idea. I was pretty hungry last time. I did <laughs> smash a burger in between. <laughs> Me too, like, to be honest. In between the two sets. <laughs> you did. I know. I was very, very hungry. Um, but yes, there was Matilda Mercury, who was there, who's also known as uh, Reigning Queen of Lip Sync Roulette 2020. And she did bring the Rainbow Sparkly bodysuit to the stage, which was gorge. Delicious. Gorge. Um, and then I went downstairs, Hey Henny, Baby Slut, Max again, and he did the Miley Cyrus extravaganza and it was the best thing I've ever seen in my life. I cried Chef's a bit. Chef's kiss. Literally. It was amazing. It's just, I don't know, he's very in tune with himself but in his movements. Everyone mm. must watch. Um, and California Kate obviously was also there and her... <laughs> Performance was actually so good. She came out in her Everything Must Be Leopard print outfit. And she's just, she's always like 10 out of 10 on point with her look and everything that she does. So That is a, a rule to live by. Everything yes. Must Be Leopard print. E- everything I've seen must you be live by that print. rule a couple of times, Marley. Yes. And I think mine's more of like, everything must be rainbow leopard print. Because <laughs> all my leopard print is colours. Like none of it is actually natural leopard colours. So what you're saying is you're better than California Kate. It's not no. just rainbow. No. 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 <laughs> no. Not at all. No. Take that out. Cut. Cut. Um, no. We we love Kelly, but um, yes. It's it's been a a week of drag. I mean, I even mm. got to see one of our own episode gals from season one, Betty Rose, for the first time. I hadn't actually seen Ooh, her for the first time. Before. How was she? So good. So good. She's comedy. She's fun. She's beauty, she's body, she's grace, she's Betty Rosé. It was great. What more can you say? She's Betty Rosé. What more can you say? It I was, did yeah, see she... the, um, sorry, I did see the Instagram videos you popped up on our story. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I yes. loved her outfit. The, like, neon, the neon blue. She had the chaps. Yeah, the, the chaps. The denim outfit. Yeah, that's right. I just was... looked neon in the lights, but it was like, yes. yeah, like a really bright, denim yes yes very bright denim it was good and then she had like a white kind of gown with a fluffy pink boa and a velvet a black velvet she had a lot she had a lot of good stuff let's just let's just mm. say that well it sounds like you've been a, a busy gal I have. Girl, have a gal about busy? town that's me i'm a gal about town gal <laughs> about the melbourne town are you a boy about town Oh, not quite. I've been uh, just working. <laughs> you have been at working. home. <laughs> I would know because I with work with you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We, we work together today. <laughs> we have we to did. like not talk to each other at work, so then we can save all our like conversation for the we podcast. Do. I'm like, don't talk to me. <laughs> don't talk. Gotta save it for later. <laughs> but yeah, well, yes. I mean, what else has happened in the past two weeks? Nothing really special or you know significant. Nothing maybe on like the twenty fifth of December. You mean Chris Mahana Kwanzaa? That's exactly what I mean. The Christmas yes. blah blah blah. blah. <laughs> Did you have a good Christmas? Did you have 
Oh, thank oh. you for asking. We're just both so cordial. We want to ask each other the question. <laughs> um, I did have a good Christmas, you know, family um, eating, um, family having small tips, eating. Um, Wait, having... The usual. Do you say small tits? Tips. Tips. With an F. With an F, 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 A. Tips. <laughs> It's like, really, don't say oh that about God. yourself. <laughs> no, uh, well, yes, but no. Uh, what about you? Did you, you went home for Christmas? Yeah, I, just for a little bit, I woke up yeah. and had a lovely morning slash lunch with my dog, just me and my dog. Oh, I'm alone, beautiful. which is really nice. And then yeah. I got the, uh, like the obligatory, are you on your way yet, Tom? Text message <laughs> from my mum. <laughs> And I had to be like, yeah, I'm, I just left. I was definitely still like getting oh in the shower. Gosh, no. No. <laughs> like, yeah, I left five up. minutes ago. Yes. And just for everyone listening, Tom, please tell them where you were supposed to be. Like what part of Victoria? Oh, in Gippsland. I'm from Gippsland. <laughs> yeah. Country Victoria. Not like round the corner. <laughs> no, it's not just uh, like, yeah, not just a quick drive. It's, I mean, to be fair, it's only like an hour drive. Yes. Um, but yeah, no, I, mean, I, I did yeah. get there eventually and it was fine. And, you know, I got some gifts, which I'm happy about, which is yes. nice. I got some few houseplants, which is, you know, oh, yum. if you ever yes. want to give me a gift to listeners, like just send me some houseplants. That's what makes yes. me happy. Yes. And he won't kill them. Hmm. No. Yeah. But, uh, enough about Jesus. Uh, I think Amen. it's time we talk about, well, not talk about, we listen to our interview with the lovely Freddie Merkin from our live show. Let's do it, right after this break. Mmm, Marley, what's that delectable aroma? That's me, Tom. Wow, it's delicious. Am I detecting notes of citrus, a hint of cinnamon, and a dash of environmental sustainability? Well, yes, you are. And that's because you're smelling my new body soap from The Personal Vegan. The Personal Vegan? The Personal Vegan! They've got soaps, lip gloss, bath bombs, menstrual products, biodegradable glitter, you name it, all sourced locally and made with 100% vegan and biodegradable ingredients. So you can look good and smell good without harming the planet. Incredible! And when you're feeling fine, smelling good and living guilt-free, you're bound to start attracting all the boys to your yard. And no, they're not just here for your vegan almond milk coconut ice cream milkshake. They're here for the range of naughty bedroom products, including cruelty-free condoms, organic lubricants, and rechargeable handheld devices. Mmm, I love a good milkshake. And what's more, The Personal Vegan is both a Melbourne-based and LGBTQIA run company. So not only will you be helping the planet, but you'll also be supporting a locally owned and queer the house down boots business. Work. So visit www.thepersonalvegan.com Com or follow them on Facebook and Instagram at The Personal Vegan to check out the full range today. All right, so it is that time again where we welcome you to Born to Drag, a podcast where we highlight the amazing drag kings, drag queens, and all the drag betweens here in Melbourne and beyond. Glad I didn't do that at the first one, right, Klaus? Yes, good. She was just an eager beaver. I was just eager beaver. Keen bean. Yeah, exactly. So, Marley, how are you enjoying our very first live podcast? 
Very much so. It's very good. I'm excited to be here. We've got a good audience. They look lively. Absolutely. Got a good, we had gloss. I mean, what more could we ask for? I don't know. Me either. You tell me. I, yeah, I don't know. We more put drinks everything we've ever, Yeah, more drinks for glass. That's yeah. what we want. <laughs> Get a legless. Exactly. And <laughs> Thomas, this is your first live show Correct. with the podcast, just Correct. like me. But it's also your first hosting and your first interview. So how did you find it? Yeah, I would, it's going amazing. Um, gloss was amazing. I was amazing. These two lions, incredible work. Get it? Very uh, good. My co-host mm, needs some work. Oh, no, Ryan's not here. <laughs> He's really doubling down on Ryan, aren't you? He's not here. Yeah. Mm. Um, I think the lions, I thought they looked kind of cool. I mean, yeah. Don't you think they look a little bare? I think this one looks more like a leather daddy to me, not a bear. Huh, well, they're both divas. They're both queens, so... I think we should make them look the part. Can we have some help from Gloss? You could just, like, lace expertise. that wig. Yeah. Get that lace Glue it on. down. Glue it down. Okay, now we're good. <laughs> That's much better. Much better. Much better. Yeah, exactly. Hmm. Not from that angle. Not from this view. Well, it's from behind. Angles. Amazing. Just Incredible. don't go too close. I'm not sure if you're aware, but the trick with drag performers is don't get too close. Mm. Two meters. Am I right, Gloss? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but I mean, they look good. Yeah, I think they look incredible. But not as incredible mm. as our next performer. What a flawless segue. Yes. Well done, Marley. Yes, <laughs> yes, hold for applause. Yes, <laughs> you guys love it. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Great. So our next performer is a 44-year-old drag king who was born in Melbourne in 2017. Do the math. Yes. They made their debut at a fresh meat night at Kong's Kings and since then they've been doing a number of performances and events such as So You Think You Can Drag at the Broken Hill Festival where they came runner-up as a drag king in an all-drag queen competition. Get it. They've also attended Mardi Gras as part of the Broken Heel Festival cast and they've performed on Sydney Harbour Cruises and the Dykes on Bikes After Party. Endless talent, they're here, they're ready for you. So please give a warm welcome to Freddie Merkin. Woo! And we are back with Freddie Merkin. How are you? Oh, I don't think you're on. Marley, Marley you, you told me you were going to turn me on. You're on. <laughs> did I, oh, did I, I do I've it? I've turned myself on. There That's okay. Right. That's how you do it. Thank you. Speaking of being turned on, how are you feeling? You hot in that oh, jacket? I'm so hot, but I'm always, you know. I mean, always, yeah, yes. No. You're wearing a full bodysuit. I have. Yeah, no, don't tell anyone. She's don't not This is my COVID chest suit. hair. <laughs> I haven't shaved through COVID. Me too. Me too. Yeah, I think I've got more actually. Oh, uh, you have shaved. <laughs> oh yes, I got a tattoo and they had to shave me. Oh, BK, I love that. Do crime. I love that. Great Hate tattoo. Hate capitalism. Now it's about me, isn't mm. it? 
Yes, 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 yes. Freddie Merkin. Well, Freddie, we would like to first welcome you to Born to Drag. We're so excited to have you here. You are our third drag king. Correct. Yes. Correct. Fourth, actually. Uh, fourth, I think. Fourth. Yes, we've uh, had Randy, sexy. Randy. Uh, Justin, Justin and yeah. me. Yeah, four. Wow. She's a fan. I may have been listening. You're a listener. Mm. I'm a fan. Yes. yes. Number one fan. I'm, I'm so honoured well, to be here. Thank too, you. So. Thank you for coming. Oh, thank you for having me. Yes. Um, so I gave that fabulous introduction about Freddie. Do you, you heard it? Do you it? remember it? Recited it. There's Good. a pop quiz after the interview. There so is. Hope you want to win notes. prize. <laughs> Um, and I want to hear, because a lot of the uh, drag performers that we've interviewed have done, have been part of the Broken Heel Festival. So can you tell us a bit about that and what that is? Uh, yeah, so Broken Heel Festival for me was, um, well, probably it, it was actually the first time that I put on my drag persona of Freddie. And when I arrived up at the festival, we just heard about it through some friends and they said, hey, there's this festival, it's like in the middle of nowhere, in the desert, and it's all drag queens. And I was like, oh, I'm there. <laughs> I'm 100% there. Now, although I haven't been in drag a long time, I've always, you know, been to the clubs, the old Three Faces and all that down on Chapel Street many years and loved the drag queens. So I've always sort of, you know, seen part of the scene as such. That doesn't make sense. But anyway, so went to the um, Broken Hill Festival and I thought, ah, I'm going to dress up like Freddie Mercury. And when I arrived there, um, Justin and Archie Arsenic were standing at the bar. Amazing performers. And I got chatting amongst a few drinks and I said, I'm thinking about, you know, being a drag king. And I was a bit like fanning. And I said, I think I want to be Freddie Merkin. And Justin's words to me were, the world needs a Freddie Merkin. Yes. <laughs> So yeah, I was, you know, I was so touched by that comment and really I'm like, thank you, Justin. Um, you know, he was like, yeah, do it. Yeah. Come on, join Definitely. us. And, sorry, and I'm hogging no, no, the microphone here. And at the festival, um, Archie was up on stage dressed like Freddie Mercury and I went into the bar to grab a drink and they saw me across the room and went, get up here <laughs> and pulled me up on stage and I was like... Oh my god! So I went up and I had these big fake teeth, and I performed a song with Archie, totally impromptu. And my teeth fell on the stage, and I picked them up and I kept going, and I was all starstruck. And then I'm like, oh, wait, I've got the bug. That's yeah, it. You've got the you've got, got the drag the bug. bug. Yep. First Next yeah. year I'm back. I'm going to do this. So you think you can drag? Was that the, that was the competition? So that was the following year. So once I left the festival that year, um, in my own head I said, all right, I'm going to give this drag thing a go. I'm really you know, I'm keen, I've seen what it's about and I'm just so inspired by all those performers, the queens and the kings and in-betweens. And um, so I said to myself, right, next year I'm going to make it a, a mission and I'm going to get back and I'm going to enter in the competition at the next Broken Hill. So I did that and then, yeah, that was it. So the rest is history. Well, kind of, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how that happened, but it was, it was fun anyway. Round of applause for that. Oh, yeah. I mean, runner-up as a drag king in a drag queen competition. Yeah, no, that was really nice and I felt really validated. So it was, you know, the audience up there is a very mixed crowd of people and that was so amazing to get such great support um, and, you know, 
crowd backing everyone. It's such a lovely atmosphere. Like all our communities, really, they just so get behind you. And it was really validating for me to be standing up there with clearly some incredible drag queens who are great at what they do and to be like, you know what, you can do this as well. You don't have to be a queen. You can you can hold your yeah. own. So I was pretty pretty stoked. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Amazing. And did the, the drag bug, yeah. did that come from... That was pre-festival? So um, had you been attending lots of events in Melbourne or did you watch I, a show? I'd, well, I'd been to a few. I think the first one I went to was actually something put on by, um, well, there was Lance Boyle, um, Frock Hudson, Karen from Finance, Sexy Galaxy. Um, so I went to that and that was in Hawthorne and I was like, Wow that's a drag king and I hadn't really you know like I've seen the queens before then but even this was like what three years ago mm, yeah so I know the kings have been around for a lot longer than that and you know obviously sexy's been doing it for 25 odd years um yeah but uh yeah really it was relatively new to me to think well you know it was something out there yeah. an opportunity to grab so I'd been to that and it kind of triggered the bug and then Broken Hill was like ah, that's it yeah, yeah. And when we did the interview with Sexy Galaxy... Yes, uh, it was our last episode of season one. Yes. Se yeah, episode ten. We learnt about the Glamour Boy come yeah. up. Yeah, and like the whole history of drag kings in Australia and the scene in Sydney and moving to Melbourne. and. Mm -hmm. So you said you've worked with a bunch of these kings before. Is that sort of your drag family? Yeah, well, I guess it is. I mean, <laughs> I, I got asked this question, I think it was in the... Um, drag nation here in melbourne was that last year or this year i don't know i can't even remember what year it yeah, is i have no idea it's like some year um and one of the questions you know the miss congeniality question was how have you felt as a drag king in this community here so me personally and i can only answer it from a personal experience is that um i've felt there's been a really good community around me of all drag performers and i feel that you know, being a positive energy in the community is going to get you to some really good spaces and to be really surrounded by great people who share the same kind of attributes. So I can only be my own person and I have only ever felt anything but, you know, um, encouragement and love and support. So be, be it drag Amazing. king or drag yes. queen, it's been good. My journey's been fun, yeah. Yeah, and I think definitely I could feel it personally when you were performing. I could feel that kind of energy coming Aww. from you. That was, the, that was the sweaty armpit, I think. The sweaty, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's what it was. Or the crutch, oh, maybe. I that as well. <laughs> sweaty crutch. <laughs> and I'm sure that, you know, you just have that kind of, you know, the niceness comes across, the love for what you're doing comes across. So I'm sure that when you've been at other events, um, such as in Sydney at Mardi Gras, that you've kind of been around all of that as well. Yeah, look, I, you know, I can only speak from my own personal experience and everyone has a different journey in drag. Um, and it it's like anything in life, it's how you take it and how you wanna uh, engage with it and how you kind of project yourself onto others and the way you treat people as well. So I can only speak from my personal experience and I think, um, you know, all I ever want to do is encourage other people. If, if you can get up and give it a go, oh, power to you, because it's not easy. I know there's a few drag performers. Oh, yeah, Gloss, you a drag performer? Oh, yes. <laughs> so I know there's a few other drag performers in the, in the crowd. And, you know, if you can just get up and give it a go, then amazing. You, 
yeah, I, I have amazing respect for anyone who gives it a, tra- a crack. Yes. Yes. Season three. <laughs> you up on. Yes. And can you tell us about your experience? What was the Sydney Harbour cruise performance that you? Did? Oh, that was amazing. So uh, we set off. I I got put on a boat outside of the harbour. Uh, I made myself a big captain's outfit, and I had my signature big moustache on and a big captain party hat that I made and we came in to just in front of Sydney Harbour Bridge to pick up a whole lot of people that had booked a ticket for the cruise. I had a megaphone to welcome them on board and it was pretty much an international sort of crowd. It was a real mix. There were some Sydney siders too. We sailed out into the harbour. I did a couple of performances on board. We had music. There was a deck. It was great. The sunset. We went under the harbour bridge and it was just an incredible vibe. Like it was... Yeah, that was one of the highlights of Mardi Gras, really. Just a really solid, um, nice bunch of people all just yeah. there to spread some joy, you know? It was was a it very just you? Yeah, 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 yeah. I was, I was, oh, and it was the um, Dollar Bin Darlings. Anyone know the Dollar Bin Darlings? Yeah, amazing. So they were DJing, so they were, they were the music joy for the evening. And um, I was the only drag performer on that night, so I was like the social butterfly and I had no voice left and... And then COVID, so I probably created that. Yeah. <laughs> you can all blame Freddie. Yeah, I spread it around everyone on the yeah. boat. Now, you clearly have... That sounds wrong, ver- doesn't it? <laughs> hey, hang on, edit that. Don't edit spread that. it. <laughs> edit it wasn't beep, me. Beep it out. I didn't, it out. didn't start COVID. <laughs> I didn't need a bat. <laughs> can imagine. Now, you clearly have one very big drag inspiration with Freddie Mercury, obviously. Uh, so, tell us a little bit about your relationship with Freddie or with Queen. Uh, well... I, I love that you said I was 44 years old. We'll go with that. I was. I am a little bit older than that. Older. So I, I grew up. <laughs> did I say 44? Maybe. Oh, right. I might have 44 and a half. Yeah, it was. It was kind of blurred. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. I grew up obviously with my parents playing a lot of Queen music. Um, so loved. Always could sing all the songs. Lo- I mean, who doesn't love Freddie Mercury as an icon? Um, you know, just like, and then the movie came out after I'd sort of started my Freddy character, so that was just insane as well. I guess my drag king persona, and I'm I'm trying a little bit now to move a little bit away from just looking like Freddie Mercury because I think, um, you know, I don't want to be a one-trick pony either, and I do other stuff as well. I might have a number after for you. Um, so <laughs> this guy loves it. <laughs> so. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I guess though when you develop your drag character and this is this has kind of been in my head that my drag king character is just quite a flamboyant, hairy, gay man. So and and you know that's Freddie. He was flamboyant, he was fun, he had that great mustache and I'll always have a mustache or some kind of facial hair. I would call that's f- my Freddie Mercury glamour boy. Yeah, 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 I guess so. He was he was glamorous, but he was a little bit more grunge as well. Grungy you know? glamour boy. And then he New did category. the ballet flats as well. So I don't know, he was a bit of an enigma, but yeah, just I mean, who doesn't love Freddie? What a what a beautiful soul. Yes. So, yeah. All right. Yeah. Rest in power. Fail Freddie. <laughs> and I want, I just love hearing about people's first show. <laughs> so, Fresh Meat Night, yep. Kong's King. Yep. Please tell. Uh, so, I was a little nervous wreck, as you all are, and, you <laughs> know, Can't relate. dodgy little 
moustache drawn on with some eyeliner or something. Randy Roy performed on the same night as well. And Justin, I think, was hosting, ever encouraging. Um, and a couple of other new fresh meats. So we got up there. I wore sunglasses um, and it was in 24 Moons. Does anyone know 24 Moons? Very, very dark little club. So I got up on stage, my first performance, put on my sunglasses and I literally couldn't see a thing. So I'm like, I'm just, I'm stuck now. I'm just going to have to do it with my sunglasses on. And it's really lucky I didn't fall off the stage, to be quite honest. So it was a blur. It was an absolute blur. You what just song did you perform? Um, I started with Princes of the Universe and it went in a medley and it did um, Don't Stop Me Now very nice. and Somebody That's to it. Love, That's I think. It. Yeah, it was a medley. Yeah, very nice. Oh, yeah. yeah, it was a mess. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was not good. We don't know anything about messes. I don't we know don't where the cue. video of it has gone. It's disappeared somewhere. Yeah. It's a positive yeah. memory. We all start somewhere, we you know? We all start somewhere. Yeah, exactly. Somewhere. Everyone grows, so... Not she was born young. like that, yeah. just out of the world. I uh, wasn't at her first performance today. Was that? <laughs> oh, it's freaking good. <laughs> Amazing. I mean, I've heard about the Kongs Kings. Is that a Melbourne? I get confused. I'll tell you why. Kongs Kings. Then there's Queen of Kong. Yeah, that's then Adelaide. King Kong, Queen Kong. gorilla. King, yeah. So there's a lot of King Kong, <laughs> Kong King. <laughs> yeah. No. She Qu got it. Thanks Qu for the one laugh. So Queen Kong is in Adelaide. Yes. Uh, King's Kongs was a drag king night that started many years Kong's back. Kong's Kings? Kong's Kings. There we go. Did I say King's Kongs? You did. Oh, whoops, <laughs> Kong's Kings. I'm sorry, Kong's Kings. Um, and uh, Mr. Jesse Dean is one of those uh, founding members, amazing drag performer here in Melbourne. And it's sort of... It's, it's sort of reignited more recently. Yes. So yeah. we're looking for some great stuff. I just recently did a digital online show with them. Yeah. And that was super fun. But yeah, really very, again, a very supportive crowd for people wanting to give drag a go, especially Kings. Yeah. Um, although they have other non-Kings performers, so drag performers. Um, but a very safe, supportive space for getting up and giving it a go. And I think that's so important because it's scary as hell. Am I right? Yeah. It's scary as hell to get up and, you know, I guess expose yourself in front of strangers. And um, so I, again, admire anyone. And I think it's really nice to have these safe spaces like Kong's Kings that support that yeah. and continue to do so. They're, they're great. Yeah. And pride, of course. And pride, yes. And pride, pride of course. Great, of course. Great, yes. <laughs> and where is Kong's Kings in now? Uh, well, before COVID, they were at the Fox Hotel. Okay. So they were doing some, I think, monthly nights there and hoping to get back into it, obviously, before too long. So, yeah, keep an eye out on that, I guess. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, look, m a, lot of the, a lot of the places now are, are definitely opening up their performer bases to be drag performers as such. So that's really yeah. nice as well. I know a lot of the spaces are um, a, a lot more welcoming to all drag performers, not just, you know, the Queen. Uh, as such, so it's really it's really nice, and I think things are slowly changing, which is great. Yeah, you know, definitely. Uh, yeah, and Tom has a theatre background, and I know you started early in life, <laughs> so I was just wondering if you also had a theatre background at all. Uh, I was one of the brothers in Joseph and his Technicolored Raincoat in Grade Six. <laughs> Maybe that was my drag career right there, right? That was it. <laughs> and I, I, young. Yeah. I, 
<laughs> what was that? Neptali. Is it Neptali? Neptali and Isikara and yeah, uh, yeah. Did I say it right? I'm sure. Anyway. Who knows? Okay. So yes, there is there is chance for you. You don't need to have to sing though. Obviously, with drag, this is the beauty of it. Lip sync. Lucky you haven't heard my voice. <laughs> well, you sound lovely speaking. Yeah, give us a go. Uh, no. <laughs> no. Kidding. Um, well, that was the aim of the podcast, is to get people like you to come up here, inspire other people, explain everything, show your niceness because you're so lovely. Stop. And you've done just that. Thank so you. can we please put our hands together for Freddie Merkin. And as we said before, luckily for you, Freddie is going to be doing another number. It's just you wait. Yes. Give me a minute to so, get changed. Yes, Freddie's going to get changed. And I'm going to pass it over to Tom and he's going to just explain something to you. Thank you so much for having me. You guys Thank are you. awesome. Pleasure. You're awesome. I'm so glad your podcast is in season two because I listen to it religiously. Oh. Number one fan. Amazing. Big round of applause Number for Freddie, everybody. Thank you. Thank you so much. Wow, I am still in shock from Freddie's performance. It just blew me away. Two performances. Two performances. Oh my gosh, yes. How could I even... I think I just... Yeah, we got two performances yes. and an interview out of Freddie. Correct. I just... We really milked him for mind. all his worth. <laughs> we did. We did. But that was just so good. The baby. Oh, he was where incredible. he just went and decided to just dance for the baby. First number was an incredible Freddie Mercury number. The... Oh, What's the name of the song? The Ao song. Ao. Ao. Yeah. That and one. then we got we got our fabulous interview, and then followed up by a encore performance of <laughs> Save a Horse, Save Ride a, a Cowboy, Ride a cowboy. <laughs> featuring lovely <laughs> chaps with. <laughs> yes, so it was, funny. Lots of yes. thrusting. Lots of thrusting. Very seen, so entertaining. Yeah, I've never seen so much thrusting in my life. No, but honestly, like even. Me and Gloss were just so, like, just in awe as well. Gloss was, you know, just amazed by her lovely co-performer. And it was mm. just amazing. I don't think I've laughed harder. I don't, I don't think I have as well. I was, like, trying to film. But, then I, you know, when you film and then your hand just, like, slips away. You're just, like, just too, watching. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> too engrossed in the actual performance. Exactly. Which is a, that's a good thing. That's such a compliment, I think, to any oh, performer. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Mm. Yeah, I definitely want to see them perform again. Yeah, I think let's just um, have him on every episode. Please. Every live show. Please. Even if we don't interview him again, we'll just get him to perform a number. We'll rename it Born to Drag with Freddie Mac. With Freddie Mac. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I'm excited to see Freddie perform again whenever I can. I need to, yeah. Well, you know what I'm going to do, Marley? I'm going to follow Freddie on all yes. of his socials on Instagram at Freddie underscore Merkin. Um, yeah, and I'm just going to follow him around to, you know, yes. all, of, all his yes. performances. And all our listeners should too, so they never miss a beat of Freddie Merkin. But until then, I think it's time we give our listeners the event tea for this week. So, Thomas, do you want to read out Wednesday? Absolutely. All right. <laughs> all right, Gia. <laughs> I'm the worst at impressions. It's such an awful Gia Gun impression. 
<laughs> All right, so on Wednesday nights, we have Drag Bingo at Pride of Our Footscray and at Molly's Bar with rotating hosts such as Aurora Arsenic, Ruby Taboo, and Jessica James. Yes, and on Thursdays, we've got Bingo at Vaudeville Cabaret Restaurant and my personal favourite, Babe Drag at Molly's with rotating hosts Art Simone and Missy Laminx, and then Hey Henny downstairs at Circuit with usually Max Drag Queen, Baby Slut, and California Kate. Love it. And on Friday nights at Molly's, we have Spag and Drag with the Lisa Man. We've got the Summer Sessions with the Vixens at the Vaudeville Cabaret Restaurant in Fitzroy, as well as Pride of Our Footscray, who has Jocelyn Bosoms hosting Pride Live. Yes. On Saturday, we have Pride of Our Footscrays and Affair to Remember, hosted by Bath Sheba. Puftuf's Drag Extravaganzas, Vaudeville's Summer Sessions with the Vixens, and Molly's Saturday Night Diva with rotating host Divya Flores, who was on our season one, and Chef Miss J. Amazing. And it's what you've been waiting for, listeners. Come Sunday nights. Sunday's now our night. We are on our own events list, Molly. How do you feel? Yes. Does it feel, feel good? so good about feel it. So good. So good. Okay, so, so we've got the Born to Drag live show coming up on January the 10th, where we will be interviewing some very exciting guests. And you will all have the honour of watching them perform. And you'll have the chance to win some prizes, meet some awesome people, eat some local Footscray food, and drink from the Foots- Pride of Our Footscray bar. So make sure you look out for the ticket link on all of our socials to book. Yes, I cannot wait. And it's just going to be another great show with yes, some great we performers. Have some very exciting guests. Very exciting guests coming, which we will be announcing very soon. I've seen so them both tuned. perform before, and I just cannot yes. wait to see it again. I've seen one out of the two, one and I was two. very blown away. Mm. Yes, yes. But uh, until then, we hope you all had a great Christmas Hanukkah Kwanzaa. For those of you who have no idea what I'm saying, it's Christmas, Hanukkah, and Kwanzaa. And the Born to Drag team would like to wish you all a happy, healthy and safe New Year's. And we would like to thank you all for your support in 2020. And we only hope to grow and highlight more amazing performers in our fabulous community. And I second everything Marley just said. (laughs) Beautiful. I hope you get absolutely legless tonight because this episode comes out on New Year's Eve. It does. Yes. It does. Um, But responsibly, you know. Drink responsibly, COVID-safe yes. practices everywhere. Yes. Always get an Uber share so it's cheaper. Yes. You have to wait till after four because it will still be cheaper. <laughs> it's all about the money. Yeah. All about, all about the money. Capitalism. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, Marley, on that note, I am still Thomas. And I'm Marley. And we will see you next time on another episode or at another live show of Born Born to to Drag Drag. in 2021. Bye! Born to Drag is a Toil and Trouble production. Produced and sound engineered by Thomas Bradford. Co-produced by Marley Koenig-Drew. And season two is co-hosted by Thomas Bradford and Marley Koenig-Drew. Our theme song is an original by Thomas Bradford. And our logo artwork is designed by Marley Koenig-Drew. And digitally transformed by Thomas Bradford.